Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, round one NCAA tournament is complete. I'm going to give you my predictions for the round of 32 and who will be advancing to the Sweet 16. So we will start in the South region. Alabama takes on Maryland. I'm going to have to go with Alabama with this one. Brandon Miller, scoreless. Obviously, there's a lot of off-the-court issues swirling around that Alabama program, uh, but they had an easy cruise to a 21-point win in their first round over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. I don't expect Maryland to be too big of a thorn in the side of Alabama. I would expect Alabama to have a double-digit win in this one. Uh, next up, the five-seed San Diego State taking on Furman. I'm going to go with San Diego State in this one. Uh, saw them a number of times during uh, my broadcast season, and the fact is the Mountain West needs this one badly. They've had a bad showing um, of Utah State, Nevada, and Boise State not a, able to come up with a win, but San Diego State can help things a little bit by getting to the Sweet 16, so I got them moving on. Creighton-Baylor in a 6-3 game. I've got Baylor winning that one today, as well as in the 7-15 game, which I will be calling on Westwood One Radio later today in Sacramento, Missouri and Princeton. An interesting matchup of styles. Princeton wants to slow it down, control pace. Missouri, best in the country at forcing turnovers. Uh, so this one should be fascinating. I think Princeton is riding a high after beating Arizona in the first round, 59-55, but I think Missouri's just got too much athleticism. I'm going to take Missouri uh, ending the fairy tale run for Princeton in the round of 32. On to the east, fairly Dickinson. Holy cow, big win over, a historic win over Purdue. Maybe the, the biggest upset, if you look at everything, involved in NCAA tournament history. Fairleigh Dickinson, not a single player over 6'7 on their roster, uh, going up against uh, a monstrous Big Ten team that's led by 7'4", Zach Eady. He had 21 points, 15 rebounds, but 16 turnovers, and the fact that Purdue didn't shoot the ball very well didn't help. Fairleigh Dickinson, get this one. Out of 363 teams in Division One basketball, their defense efficiency numbers – 353, and they're able to come up with the big time upset 63 to 58. Uh, in the next round of 32 in the East, Duke against Tennessee. Well, I liked this Tennessee team early, uh, but the way Duke is playing right now, I'm going to have to flip my decision. I'm going to go Duke over Tennessee. They've been really good as of late. The six Kentucky Wildcats versus the three, the Kansas State Wildcats. I'm going to have to go Kansas State on that one, even though Kentucky beat a really good Providence team. I think there's just something about Jerome Tang's club right now. Their point guard, Marquise Noel, uh, is fun to watch. Uh, Keontae Johnson uh, has had a terrific story after transferring from Florida, where he collapsed on court a little over a year ago. Um, so I've got Kansas State moving on there. In the bottom part of that bracket, Michigan State Marquette. I've got Marquette moving on. Uh, always tough to beat Tom Izzo in March, but I think Shaka Smart's uh, Marquette Ball Club has enough to do that. Moving to the Midwest, the one-seed Alabama faces 
the nine seed Tigers of Auburn. I'm going to go with Houston in that one. Miami, the five, Indiana, the four. I got Indiana winning that game. Uh, Miami was pushed um, by 12 seed Drake, only won 63 to 56. Um, but I just like Indiana in that basketball game. Number 11, Pitt, who is in the first four, takes on the three seed Xavier. Uh, I've got Xavier moving on in this one. Didn't look great at times in their opening round win, uh, but I really think this Xavier ball club uh, is going to win in advance. The bottom half of that bracket, the Midwest bracket, you've got 10 seed Penn State, team that relies on the three-point shot as much as anyone in the country versus the two seed Texas. I'm going to take Texas in that one. Now we head on to the West where Gonzaga's bracket is. So most of you fans are probably paying the most close attention to this. Number one seed Kansas advanced past Howard. The eight seed Arkansas Razorbacks beat Illinois. So that is a matchup that I'm actually going to take Arkansas in. I think in short prep matchups, Bill uh, Eric Musselman, excuse me, is very good because of his NBA background. Uh, Bill Self may not coach today uh, based on some of the health uh uh, issues that he is working through, but best of luck to coach self to get healthy in a hurry. Uh, but I've got Arkansas winning that game. The five, four St. Mary's out of the WCC and UConn, the four seed out of the big East. I've got St. Mary's St. Mary's looked really good against VCU. That's a physical aggressive defense. They got the job done and Aiden Mahaney did not play great. So for St. Mary's fans, you've got to have the thought, that he's going to play better. I've got the Gales of St. Mary's in the WCC advancing. Interesting. Only one Pac-12 team left. Only one Mountain West team left. Two WCC teams left. The six-seed TCU Horn Frogs take on your Gonzaga Bulldogs, the three-seed in Denver on Sunday. I've got Gonzaga advancing in that one. Mike Miles Jr. is a very good guard. When he has been healthy and he has been right, TCU has been a different team. It was banged up. Uh, there were some question marks as to if he was going to return in that second half in their win over Arizona State where they won by two. But he came back, played well. Um, he's going to have to be the focal point of Gonzaga's scouting report to slow him down. The bottom game in that bracket, number seven, Northwestern, a team that beat Boise State in the first round against the two-seed UCLA Bruins. This one's going to be fascinating because they're both really good defensive teams. UCLA won the Pac-12 regular season title, lost the tournament title to Arizona. Um, but the biggest question about them is they've lost defensive player of the year, Jalen Clark, for the rest of the season due to injury. Adem Bona, he missed a couple games. It looks like he may be back in the round of 32 game against Northwestern. That will be interesting. I will be calling that game in Sacramento as well for Westwood one. Uh, but Chris Collins has a terrific backcourt for Northwestern. Boo Booey as well as Chase Audige can really defend. They can really score. And I think this is going to be a close one, but I do think UCLA is going to prevail. There you have it. Don't forget to continue to check back to the website, as well as our podcast feed and social media channels for all the different updates, lots of storylines, things to keep an eye out for, not just with Gonzaga basketball, but the entire tournament itself, because there is nothing, and I mean nothing, like March Madness.